Hello, I am Apostle Maria Brown. I am the co-founder of Empowerment Prayer Outreach Ministry located in Crowley, Texas. And you're listening to Waging War and Winning. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining in with me this afternoon. It is always an honor and a privilege to be before you. I know that you've been busy. I know a lot of things have occurred. A lot of things are going on. But guess what? I still want to be able to release the word of God in your life. Speak words of encouragement. Speak words of hope and pray with you. Because I just do believe that the best is yet to come for you. Amen. On the last couple of weeks, we talked about quarantine from what the Bible says about quarantine. And I believe if we had a two two part segment on it and teaching on it, and it was very powerful, very profound, and it was very eye opening, not only for myself, but for every listener to listen to it. So today I want to talk about some things because we're living in this season and we're living in this time where things seem to be so uncertain. I mean, you have we're dealing with this coronavirus that has creeped and attacked the entire world. People are losing their loved ones. They've lost their health. They've lost jobs. And the question is coming up in a lot of our minds is, will this particular sickness take take me out? Or will it take my loved one out? A lot of people are asking a question as, will I lose my job? Or if they've lost their job, will I get another job really quick, you know, to be able to sustain my uh, my lifestyle of living? Other things, you know, you may have people who may have just lost loved ones, whether it's through a, a severage of a divorce or a breakage in a relationship. And they're asking questions. These thoughts come in the back of their mind is, will I ever find love? There's so many things, if you're not careful, that our mind can run rampant with and cause us to really question and walk into this season of uncertainty. But I want to assure you today, to encourage you today, that things, there are things that will happen happen in life. But if we continue to hold on to our faith, I do believe that things will turn around for our good. Amen. And so I want to talk to us just for a few minutes this afternoon on what do you do and how do you deal with uncertainties when they seem to creep, creep, creep up in our life? We all go through seasons where, you know, we may have things that are doing good and then all of a sudden we get hit with a booby trap or a curve and it throws us all off key. And then we're left with the question is, what do I do next? And I want to be able to impart into you today some words of encouragement that can keep you going through these seasons of uncertainty. And the good thing about it, even though we're going through a time where the whole entire world is in a certain state, I can assure you that God God is certain in our life. If we can just hold on to him and trust him and rely on him during these season in our life, we can assure and have hope and expectation that we're going to come out of this thing. Amen. So Hebrews, I got the scripture, Hebrews eleven thirty five. It says, therefore, cast away your confidence which has great reward. Do not cast away your confidence, which has a great reward. And the apostle Paul, what he was saying in his scripture is that even though we may be hit with times and seasons in our life, when we just don't know which way to turn, we don't know what to do. We're like, Oh my God, it seems like all hell is breaking out. He's saying, do not 
throw away your confidence. This is one of the things that the enemy loves to prey on, especially when we've been hit and we're going through testings and trials. He likes to pray. He likes to uh, come and hit us really hard with our confidence, our confidence in God, that God is not answering our prayers, that the Lord is not going to come through for us. Um, and you even attack our confidence in ourselves that we're not going to be able to pull ourselves up out of ruts. But I want to counsel that lie and that myth that the enemy is telling you that you're not going to make it. You will make it. The apostle Paul is clearly telling us, and he was talking to the Israelites, do not throw away your confidence, which has a great reward. See, there is a reward when we begin to trust and rely, especially on God. First of all, our confidence first has to be in him. The Bible tells us that faith comes by hearing and and by hearing the word of God. And so when we begin to, uh, put our faith and our confidence, not in what we see on social media, not even what we see and hear on CNN and all the different other uh, television stations, or even what people, loved ones and families and friends are saying, but we place all our confidence in God, then we can rest assured that we're going to come out of this situation. But the Bible tells us that our faith has to be established in him and established in his word. We don't get faith about listening to what people are saying or what's going on around us because if we're not careful, those very several things, certain things that we're get, turning our attention into would be the very thing that takes us down. But what we have to do is rely and reflect back on the word of God and then it would allow and boost our faith up. And then the Bible tells us that Without faith is impossible. This is the scripture I really want us to hold on to is without that faith, it's impossible to please God for uh, those who seek him. Hallelujah. Diligently seek him. You know, that is a blessing for him. And the word of God says for without it's impossible, without faith, it's impossible to to please God. For uh, he he will reward those who diligently seek him. And this refers back over to Hebrews 11.35, where Apostle Paul said, do not throw away your confidence. And in some interpretations, it is saying, do not throw away your faith in a thing or someone else. And he's talking about Jesus Christ. He said, because there is a great reward. Now the scripture tells us that he will reward those who diligently seek him. So what we have to do when we find ourselves faced with uncertainties and when we're faced with dilemmas and then placed in predicaments where things seems to be doom and gloom and it seems like all the walls are caving in on us and it seems like the sky is falling is to really get ourselves in the word of God. There's been times in my life when I've been under attack Say to God, and I must be honest with you, I walk, I actually allow the fit, the spirit of fear to creep up. But one thing I would do, and I begin to declare and decree it out of my mouth is, I believe the word of God and I refuse to go and be governed by my feelings or my emotions. 
I, and I had to continue to prophesy that over me and speak it out loudly. And as I begin to speak it out loudly, I'm telling the enemy, look, I am not going to succumb to what the devil or you want me to or the spirit of fear desires for me to, but I'm going to rely completely wholeheartedly upon the word of God. And as I begin to trust God and begin to stand on his word, then all of a sudden, and all of a sudden, it just sometimes it just honestly doesn't happen overnight. But if you continue to declare the word of God, the enemy will flee. Amen. And then all of a sudden the spirit of fear leaves. And then I see the power and the presence of God comes in and just push all these anxieties and fears away that I had that would potentially make me believe what they're saying if I'm not careful. And I'm sharing it with you because I understand it and I get what we're going through right now. People are worried about their loved ones. They're worried about themselves. You know, we're having to practice social distancing. We're having to uh, quarantine ourselves or to be held sheltered for a minute or a moment until this coronavirus is under control. But I decree and declare, that's what the world say, but I decree and declare that this virus will die in the name of Jesus so we can live a normal life. But in the meantime, what I want to share with you Additionally, more things that we can do on how we can go through these uncertain moments. There is important, saints of God, that we keep our mind on the Lord during these times of uncertainty. The Bible tells us over in Isaiah 26, verse 3, he said, if you keep he, Jesus Christ, will keep us in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on him because we trust in him. See, there is a clause and there is a disclaimer to the Lord keeping his people in perfect peace. And that word perfect peace is mature or complete peace. That means the peace that you have will not be fragmented. It will not be distorted. It would not be chaotic. It won't watch come from one end to the next. It would not waver back and forth, but it will be completed. It means you will have peace. But check this out. Check out what the word of God, the prophet Isaiah is telling us what we have to do to be able to receive that type of peace. He said that those he that's you and I. We have to put our trust in him. It goes back to what I earlier said about us having faith in God and allowing God also to be our confidence. I did a teaching last week on Jesus being the hope of our glory, how we don't want to lose our hope. Uh, I was talking about what do you do when it seems like the things around you are caving in and you just losing hope and Jesus is our hope of glory. So now today I'm reiterating that we have to make sure that our minds are stay completely on the Lord. That's going to require us to take fasting away from society in terms of social media. It's not that everyone or not just their social media, the news, even some radios, people, loved ones, friends, people, places, and things. It's not that everyone is out to get us. It's not that everyone wants you to go into a state of panic. But unfortunately, 
people releases things not aware of what they're releasing because you only you and the Lord knows where you at and what state of mind you're at at this time. So you have to learn to guard your heart. The Bible tells us that we have to guard our hearts with all diligence. That means the things, our ear gates, our eye gates, our heart, everything. We have to guard those things and protect those us, our heart from the things that has the potential to take our spirits down. He said, because out of those things flows the issues of life. And one of the things that is uh, just the enemy used to strategize to take a believer or even non-believer down is to overwhelm them with issues of life. It's called a burden. Burdens weigh you down. And all of a sudden now you become depressed. You're oppressed. You're perplexed. You're distressed to the point that you want to give up. And I want you, my brothers and my sisters, to hang in there. And this is not a season for you to give up. So the first thing that we must do is is important and is imperative that we keep our minds on the Lord. You need to get in your word more. If you study the word every day and you do your daily devotions, that's great. But for the warfare and the level of warfare that we're in, it's going to require that you step it up. Man, what man doesn't go to war without counting up the cost? That means that for whatever intensity of warfare that you find yourself in, that is the intensity of your level of combative spiritual warfare that you have to step up and put increase. In other words, if you normally done your daily five minutes or 10 minutes, 30 minutes of daily devotion each day, 15 minutes of prayer, 15 minutes of studying word. And I'm just giving you an example. Now that we are in warfare, saints of God, you need to add another 15 minutes onto it. So making your 30 minutes, 15, I mean, 45 minutes now. Does that make sense? Because the enemy, you got to understand you at warfare. And every time you take a blow at him, he blows back harder. So each time he blows at you harder, you need to attack him back harder. And that's going to require you to have a prayer life. It's going to require you to fast. It's going to require you to seek the face of God. It's going to require you to know the word of God so you can release the word of God. Because the word of God tells us over in the book of Psalm that he sent his word and he healed. So in order for us to receive healing, we have to get the word of God in us. Amen. And when he's talking about healing, he's not just talking about physical healing. He's talking about financial healing. He's talking about psychological healing. He's talking about emotional healing. He's talking about healing of relationships. He's talking about our cities being healed. He's talking about nations being healed. He's talking about the entire world to be healed in every aspect of our life. And so as believers, we have a responsibility to increase our warfare through prayer, seeking his face through the word of God, and even consecrating ourselves, backing off from food, not pleasing all our desires of our flesh, and getting into a place, a place to hear from God. Amen. I pray in the name of Jesus, this makes some kind of sense to you. Amen. So, and the Bible says when we, we trust him, what we do, it actually, it teaches us how to learn to rest in him. Amen. And we understand when we begin to rest in him, that this battle is not ours. It belongs to the Lord. 
But one thing we can be assured of, if it belongs to the Lord, he's going to win. He's never going to lose a battle. And so that should give us this sense of peace that we can rest and trust in him. So whoever went to war, I mean, I mean, just think about this. You not only just going to war, but had to fight any type of, you know, as children, you were growing up and you had to fight a bully off or something like that. And you, you get these butterflies in your stomach. Do, doesn't it make you feel better when you can go home and all of a sudden, somehow, rather, you shared with your parents or a sibling shared with their parents and the parents step outside and confront the bully and it makes you feel good. And so now when the bully sees you, it, it wants they want to cross to the other side of the street. That's the same way when we consult with our God and we give him what we're going through because he is our heavenly father. And when we hand these things over to him, amen, he steps in. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I feel the presence of the Lord. And he looks the devil right in his face. And he commands the enemy to leave his child alone. And so when the enemy sees or even hear you coming again, hallelujah, he gets to the other, goes to the other side of the street because he knows this battle. You're not fighting it alone, but you got the great and almighty God that's fighting on your side for you. Amen. So make sure. When you're going through testings and uncertain times that you find yourself, the first and foremost thing is set your mind on Jesus. Amen. So stop wondering, tr stop trying to figure things out in your own understanding. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 says you need to trust in the Lord again. This is all about building our trust. It says trust within the Lord with all your might and all your heart and do not lean into your own understanding, but in all your ways, not some of your ways, in all your ways, whether they're good, bad or indifferent, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. And the word path literally means your walk, your journey, your life straight. So even when and the word straight means it will be on the path of righteousness. It will be on a path of success. Jeremiah 29 11 says the thoughts that God has towards his people are never evil, but of peace. And this is this peace again, this shalom peace, this complete peace. So it all intertwines together. Having peace peace and God and trusting God, relying on God, leaning out into our own understanding. And literally the word leans means to not just to rely so, so solely on your own thought process and your own way of logic, but trust in the Lord, put your hope in the Lord. I'm telling you, you have to train your mind and train your spirit to trust in the Lord. And you have to start decreeing. I will trust in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord. Eve, I don't care what they tell me. I will trust in the Lord. Hallelujah. And so when you begin to do those things, the Bible says this, that your lifestyle and your path of, for life and your journey will be made whole, will be made 
straight. Amen. So when you know that you can reflect back on when these uncertain times come your way, you can say, God, I don't understand what's going on. Lord, I, I don't understand how this, this pandemic got started. I don't even understand. And I don't even know how long it's going to last. Remind yourself of the word of God that you're going to trust him and acknowledge him in all your ways. So I'm acknowledging God, you, even in the midst of this pandemic, and I trust you and I'm reminded of Jeremiah 29 11 and I know God that everything is going to be all right Romans 8 28 is another verse that reminds us for we know this and we have to be reminded of this thing the word knowing is actually an intimate word it's a yada word meaning that it has to be embedded in our spirit you know amen that that God hallelujah when you say you know that means this thing is in Depthed in me, it's embedded in me. I am convinced of this thing that all things, good, bad, and ugly, are still working together for those who love the Lord. So that even means this situation that we're dealing with right now is working together for our good. Amen. So be reminded of the word of God. So when you're going through this season, saints of God, you can reflect. Reflect back on what the word has for you. You don't have to hold a conversation and with people and just speak your speculations or your opinions because your opinions are just like my opinion. All of us have one, but who's right? Amen. And then it's the word of God tells us it is the truth that sets us free. Not my opinion, not your opinion. So when we're Faced with uncertainties, it is important and it's imperative, saints of God, that we trust God with everything that's within us. Get rid of fear is the next thing that we need to do. First Peter 5, 7 tells us to cast all our anxieties on him because he cares for us. And the word cast means to throw. That means when fear grips you, you have to be quick to get that stuff off of you. Amen. That means when fear starts to attack you, you need to take it quickly and say, Lord, I'm placing this on you. Lord, the doctor has given me a bad report, but I trust you. Lord, my loved one has walked out on me and told me they don't want me anymore, but I trust you. Lord, my job has shut down, but I trust you. And I and take those fears, those anxieties and those spirits of uncertainties and throw them to the Lord. The word casting literally means to toss it, to throw it indigent to the Lord because he cares for you. And he tells us to cast those things upon him because he can carry it. His burden is light and his yoke is easy. And he wants to carry your burdens for you. And he do not want us to become weighed down or to succumb to the anxieties and fears and, and the provocations of the enemy. So he's telling us when he say cast it, he's saying get rid of that stuff quickly. Bring it over to me because I can take care of it. Amen. So cares or anxieties, literally are your worries, your uncertainties, your thoughts of loss, your thoughts of death, thoughts of fear, thoughts of losing, thoughts that are heavy on you, that are weighing you down. Be not governed by your fears. Be governed by your faith and allow your faith 
to be in God, in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Never give up on hope, my brothers and sisters. I have seven minutes left and I want to pray out, but I want to encourage you. Never give up on hope. When you are in a time of uncertainty, a season of uncertainty like we're in right now, this is one of the most, and I've been saying this for a few weeks, this is one of the most powerful and pivotal moments in a believer's life. And the reason for that is this is the moment and the season that we should step back and allow God to arise and all his enemies be scattered. This is a season where we need to put Yahweh on display. It is not about putting fear on display. Corona on display, cancer on display, hallelujah, diabetes on display, lack of jobs on display, lack of funds on display, hallelujah, divorcement on display. This is a season for us to put Yahweh on display. Amen. This is a season where God Almighty Himself can stand up and arise and allow all satanic attacks and all satanic missiles, hallelujah, be disintegrated in Jesus' name. But it requires us as believers to trust him and allow for him to move on our behalf. So with that being said, God bless you, saints of God. I pray that I've said something to encourage you. Hallelujah. You know, in times like this, saints of God, we wouldn't even pray. That's why these times are so important. This is a season for us to do self-examination. Amen. This is a season for us to turn away from any lawlessness that we found ourselves in. This is why this is a really crucial time. Not just so much where the pandemic has put us in a, th- a state of threat. But this is a crucial, crucial time for our Lord Jesus Christ to be glorified. Then, I mean, I remember the Bible when he said this sickness is not unto death, but that the father in heaven be glorified. You have to decree and proclaim that this sickness, this pandemic is not unto death, but that the father in heaven would be glorified. So this is not a season for us to give up. I want you to hold on to your hope. I want you to hold on to your faith. Activate your faith. And trust God to turn this situation around, not only in your life, but in the lives of the people around you. Amen. This is the hope that you can rest upon. First Corinthians second. I mean, first Corinthians chapter two, verses nine and 10 said, your eyes have not seen, nor your ears have heard. Neither have it entered your heart of man, the things which God has prepared For those who love him. God has given us the assurance that we have not even tapped into the great things that he has in store for us. Even in the midst of a pandemic, that does not nullify the effect in the power, the grace, the mercy, the love, the 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 everything of who God is. It does not nullify the effect of his power. He's still yet on the throne and he's still yet in the business of blessing. 
So when you're finding yourself dealing with uncertainties, remind yourself those whose mind is set on Jesus Christ will have perfect peace and you decree peace to be your portion. Amen. And then you find yourself casting fear away. Renounce the spirit of fear. Tell fear to go to hell and to leave you alone. Thirdly, never give up and know that God has a great plan in store for you and yours. Amen. God bless you so much. I want to pray out. I have less than three minutes, but I want to touch bases and believe God for you today. Today, I want you to be encouraged. I want you to be empowered. I want you to know that God still is yet on the throne and that he has great things in store for you. Amen. God bless you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come before you as your daughter, as your humble servant, lifting up your sons and daughters today. I pray a blessing over every hearer of this word. I pray, Father God, that we will find ourselves trusting you, leaning not into our own understanding, but acknowledging you in all our ways, and you will direct our path. Father, I pray right now that the peace that surpasses all understanding will guard the hearts and minds of those, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that trust and rely on you. I pray right now, Lord God, for those who are dealing with the loss of a loved one, I pray peace over them in Jesus' name. Let the shalom peace, the complete peace be their portion. I pray, Father God, where there's a lack in faith, that that faith come alive, arise up right now in the name of Jesus. I decree that faith will be your portion, that you will trust God at all points of your life, that you will not lean or be governed by fear, but you will relax and you rely on God and the faith of God in Jesus' name. Lord, I ask that you will keep them throughout this entire week. Bless them. Bless them above measure in the name of Jesus. Father, we even pray for those that are dealing with this coronavirus, those who are sick, those that are in critical care, our first responders, those that are with central workers. I plead your blood over them. I pray blessings and nothing else for blessings to be their portion. Let this be, Lord God, their prayer and their portion and their their God in Jesus name. Thank God. Amen. And amen. <coughs> God bless you. Saints of God. You'll be encouraged today. I love you. And until next time, know that the Lord loves you and there's nothing you can do about it. You have a blessed day.